Hi everybody, Pete Sardis back for The Lawyer You Know. We are talking about the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos trial. It is almost over. We're gonna go through what happened and what I expect is gonna happen. But as always, if you like the video, give me a thumbs up. If you're liking the series, please subscribe to our channel. And again, leave me comments and questions below so I can give you the content that is interesting to you. In addition, because we're coming to the end of this one, if there's any other legal topics that you all think are interesting, please let me know below. And if we get enough people respond, we'll do a series on that. So, it is almost done. Well, let's do a little bit of a recap before we go through what happened over the last few days. As you know, last time we talked about the fact that the defense rested and didn't call their psychiatrist slash psychology expert to corroborate that Elizabeth Holmes suffered from some kind of disorder because of Sonny Balwani's violence towards her. So the prosecution filed a motion to strike that part of Elizabeth Holmes' testimony. Because of the motions that are pending, because of the jury instruction issues that had to be resolved, and just to get uh, all of the details squared away before closing arguments happen, Judge Davila decided to take a break for the jury, excusing them until December 16th to give the lawyers time to prepare so they can argue their motions and then the judge can make rulings so the lawyers are prepared for closing arguments and are not wasting any jury time. So what happens? We had closing arguments over the last few days, the 16th and the 17th to be exact, and both sides spoke for hours. Let's talk about the prosecution's closing arguments first. The arguments are basically this. Elizabeth Holmes was doing it all for the money. She was desperate to make Theranos work and she would rather commit fraud than watch her business fail. There was a lot of discussion about the Edison machine and the fact that she absolutely knew what the company was touting was not supported by their science. It was not supported by their labs. And even their own people knew that the Edison machine couldn't test more than about a dozen uh, blood tests on that single drop of blood. And in fact, they were using commercially available machines to use standard blood draws in order to run results for people. The big bombshell the prosecution dropped on the defense in closing was their reiteration of Judge Davila's order that because there was no competent and substantial evidence to support that Elizabeth Holmes was somehow working under duress because of Sonny Balwani's, you know, abuse or, you know, mental harassment of her, that the jury could not use that bit of information. So that was like a dropkick to the you-know-what from the prosecution. The defense comes back up, I don't know, they dance around a little bit, again, a couple of hours worth of closing arguments, and the basic gist is this. The investors knew the risk. These people are all accredited investors. They understand the risk in going into an IPO or something that is revolutionary like Theranos. Number two, Elizabeth Holmes did not intend to defraud anybody. And when you look at her conduct, she stayed on as the CEO. She went down with the ship was actually the term that the defense lawyers used. And she never sold a single unit of stock, which between you guys and me is a little disingenuous. And I'll tell you why. Number one, as you know, the company never went public, so there's no stock to sell. Number two, if you remember, the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, actually did a fraud suit, a civil suit against Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes. She got fined $500,000 as part of the settlement, and she forfeited the like 18 million shares of stock that she held, so there was nothing for her to be able to sell 
Anyway, so when you start seeing closing arguments like that, when we start stretching the, the facts a little bit, that means the defense is scrounging for something for the jury to base their, their verdict on. And that's kind of where, in my opinion, this is going to go. I think they're in trouble and they know it. Again, one of the things that we know was missing from the defense closing arguments was all this talk about Sonny Balwani and, you know, I was mentally abused and he was violent towards me and he ran the company. There wasn't a single mention of any of that in the defense closing, probably because of Judge Davila's ruling indicating that, you know, you didn't put on the expert. There's no foundation. This stuff is out. At this point, closing arguments are over. The judge has instructed the jury on the law and they're out deliberating. It's eight men, four women. And remember, they've got to go back there now and evaluate the evidence presented over the last, gosh, 14 weeks or so and make a decision on each of two counts of conspiracy and nine separate counts of fraud to determine whether or not the prosecution has proven their case beyond a reasonable doubt that Elizabeth Holmes is guilty of one or multiple ones of these cases. We've talked about the possible penalties. Each of these counts carries a statutory maximum prison sentence of 20 years. Do I think Elizabeth Holmes is going to get multiple 20-year sentences? No, I think these are going to be grouped together and they're going to run uh, any sentences, presuming she's found guilty, concurrent to each other. I also think that you're going to find the sentencing guideline calculation, if she's convicted, is less than the 20 years. So just keep that with uh, kind of in the back of your mind. All right, so that's pretty much what happened over the last few days. Here's what's going to happen now. We are going to monitor this case and see what happens next. A couple of things could happen. I presume the jury is going to come back in session for a couple of questions. We'll see how that plays itself out. At some point, obviously, the jury's probably going to return a verdict one way or another. If that should happen over the next few days and we, you know, we'll catch wind of it, we'll do a live presentation. That way we can go through the details of what happened, what the verdict is, what it means, and then we can talk about what is the possible future ramifications of that verdict. Hey, if it's 11 counts of not guilty, it's done. It's over. She goes home. If one of those 11 counts is a guilty, there's going to be additional proceedings that happen and we'll follow along with you as that stuff um, comes together. Again, thank you very much for watching the video. If you liked it, give me a thumbs up. If you're enjoying the series, please subscribe. And again, don't forget to give me comments and questions below. Thanks for watching this episode of The Lawyer You Know. If you like this content, please share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe to our page and like our videos. If you want some interaction, get in the comments and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you want to know any more information about our firm or this page, you can find out in the description or visit tragoslaw.com. We post multiple times throughout the week, so make sure you hit that bell so you can get the notification and not miss out on the next episode.